0: what's up guys you already know who it is it's your boy you are now listening to maui breakers new episode streaming every wednesday thanks for tuning in don't forget to subscribe all right let's break it down (laughs) what what is this that's crazy it still is crazy to hear that intro Anyways, welcome, welcome, welcome. E como mai, e komo mai. Have a sat. Welcome to episode 1 of Maui Breakers, entitled Supporting Local, or I think I'm Supporting Local. I am your host today and probably for a little while uh until somebody comes in and is courageous enough to uh co-host with me. My name is Corey here with Maui Breakers. As far as content goes, I'm just going to lay it down really fast, really quick, really easy. If you are easily offended, sorry, not sorry. That's on you. Uh, you choose to take offense, you know. You could just press that stop button or you could just exit, close out of your app. But we both know that you will not be doing that and so I bring to you each and every week again every Wednesday a short 12 to 15 minute video that is informative that is just a fresh opinion on matters that matter to us when I say us I mean people of Hawaii specifically all of those people uh, who dwell here on Maui whether. Uh, you are just visiting or whether you call Maui home I'm breaking it down and so I'd like to introduce myself just a little bit I feel like a lot of people listening uh, do already have a general sense of who I am but as far as this specific episode goes as far as this specific uh, subject matter goes as far as supporting local First, I'd like to share with you, if you don't already know, I am an entrepreneur. Um, I currently own and operate a few businesses here on Maui. I sit on a few boards, you know, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. And so I I have exposure to a lot of different uh, opportunities, a lot of different people, a lot of conversations that others uh, may not necessarily normally have um, those opportunities Um, You know, I I dabble in a lot of different things. I consider myself a semi-pro gardener, if you guys didn't know that. Um, That's first. Second of all, I am also a healthcare professional. Um, But this podcast in general, this episode and all future episodes are not healthcare advice. I'm not providing any of that. If you would like that, come see me during normal business hours. I charge by the hour you're more than welcome to come um so that's one entrepreneur two healthcare professional and three some of you guys who truly know me know that i am the quiet guy in the room i know you're laughing but i am the quiet guy in the room with the loudest voice let me repeat that i am the quiet guy in the room with the loudest voice so just because i don't say anything when i'm in a room or when i enter a room doesn't mean i don't have something to say you know it's not the loud guys you need to worry about those pochos we all know them whether you are at a party at a paina or if you're in the office if you're working if you're at a meeting even if it's a zoom There's always that one or two uh, guys or gals that just loud, loud, loud. They will tell you everything you need to know and then some and then they'll tell you it all over again as quickly as possible. Um, We all know them. I'm not that guy. I can tell you that it is the quiet ones that you wonder about. Those are the ones that I genuinely wonder, even sometimes worry about. I'm one of those guys. I feel like, you know, I, I've had enough experiences to the point where I can walk into a social setting, whatever that is. It could, um, be you know, just be a, a one-on-one meeting. I can dissect the, the energy and the aura and the vibes in, in that space, whether, again, it's just one person, a group of people, or even just a whole room. I, in about, I would say 60 to 90 seconds, I can catch the vibe. I can radiate a similar vibe if I, you know, so choose to, um, and determine exactly where that that energy is going, you know, up or down, um, because I'm observant. And I am that guy that will be quiet. I'm not watching, I'm not watching the person presenting or speaking. I'm watching the person that that presenter is speaking to I'm watching all these people and, and and how they're interacting all their body language their social cues stuff like that so those three things an entrepreneur here on maui a healthcare professional here on maui and that quiet loud guy put it all together does that qualify me as an expert in supporting local absolutely not that is a big fat negative but I'm gonna talk about it anyway, because this is Molly Breakers and we're breaking it down. I will tell you that I have in front of me on my phone, have little bullet points. This is an unscripted podcast, but I do have points that I wanna hit. Um, but most of this will just be, you know, be shooting from the hip. Um because I will tell you anyone who knows me or has previously worked with me, you know. I'm talking to you. Yep, I'm talking to you. That I do my best work when I improvise and shoot from the hip. And so that's what I'm going to do with these podcasts just improvise and shoot from the hip. I'm still trying to get comfortable in this setting, in this space. Once I do, I'm just going to let it rip. So let's get started. As far as supporting local, first of all, I think it's important to define what exactly local is. I hear it all the time. People are so proud. We even get these little stickers as a small business. I support local and we give them out to people. Oh, I love it. I support local. Do you really support local? That's the question that I'm asking today. Do you really even support local? So I saw one time, I think it was a little while ago on Instagram. There was a reel that said, if you want to find out who your friends are, start a business. You'll learn really quick that your customers, your patients, uh, you know, your clientele will quickly become much better friends than your actual friends or those people who you think are your friends. And so I started a business. Is that true? I don't know. Honestly, I, I can't say. But um, I can echo the sentiment of a small business owner in that sense that I've grown much closer to to a lot of my patients, a lot of my customers than, you know, those that I would consider to be friends. As far as local goes, my definition, I would say, in order for something to be local, it needs to be either made here or sourced here. So I'm going to shout out, uh, you know, my main banana bread maker, Mama Lay's. On the way to Kakuloa, I'm shout them out. You know, as far as mama lays, that they don't grow the wheat to make the flour. You know, it's, the flour is not technically sourced here. I mean, I don't know per se, there could be wheat fields. The last time I saw wheat fields was when I was living in the Midwest and I saw the amber waves of grain. You know, that's the song, America, the beautiful, literal, amber waves of grain. Anyways, the banana bread is created and made here on Maui. And so I would consider that local, even though the ingredients per se are not sourced locally. I still consider that local. As far as um, supporting local goes, I can tell you firsthand that local businesses use other local businesses. For example, all of our banking is done with local banks. We don't have any uh, uh, third-party internet-only banks. We don't bank with the big guys. We have local banks. Uh, We support local here. Um, We utilize a lot of the local services. We utilize local CPAs. We utilize uh, local, any opportunity that we have We support other local businesses and same goes with local businesses who come to us. It's extremely encouraging to see the number of local businesses that are popping up. And I'm going to go into it a little bit more, but I try my best to support them in any capacity that I can. I can tell you these are a few stats that I have jotted down that when you support a local business, the money stays here on Maui. It is a fact. This is a statistic that for every one hundred dollars spent at a local business, sixty-eight dollars of that stays here on the island. So that's almost seventy percent of the money just recirculates into our Maui economy. That's awesome. That's ideal. Especially during these times they're talking about recession. You know, technically in all technicalities, we are in an actual recession. If you guys didn't know, I can I can talk about that all day if you guys want to Um, but even more so it's where we should be anchoring our local businesses minneapolis minnesota anybody know i mean i honestly i don't know anything about minneapolis minnesota except there's the minnesota vikings there were the the mighty ducks you know the show mighty ducks minneapolis minnesota is where the headquarters of target is now, I'm not going to talk bad about Target, but I'm going to give give a shout-out to all those Target lovers because I know you guys are out there, all you Target lovers. The money technically does not stay on Maui. Yes, you're shopping on a Target on Maui. Yes, oh, my, my, excuse me, excuse me, sir. My daughter works at Target and she gets paid and her money goes into the economy here. Yes, technically, yes. However, majority of that money, The majority of your dollar goes to some big, big, ultra-mega bank account in Minneapolis, Minnesota. And so I can tell you that I'm not saying anything about Target. I have a whole slew of different things that I'm going to talk about in Maui Breakers, and, and big corporations is one of them. But going back to small businesses, I can tell you that small businesses employ 77 million people nationwide. That's crazy. That 65% of all new jobs over the past 17 years have been from small businesses. So small businesses are key, essential. They're thriving. It's That's basically, as far as supporting local, supporting small businesses, that's the full circle right there. Now, one thing that, as far as breaking it down, this is one thing that I feel is very near and dear to my heart which is why I myself chose to go and take a risk, you know, and and create my business. We talk a lot about the one percenters, right? The elitists, the elite people. um, You know, 80% of the wealth is created by 1% of the population of the United States or something like that, crazy. I can tell you this simple but very real truth is that that 1% those elitists need the 99 percent they are the ones the 99 percent are the ones who clean their toilets for them clean their hotel rooms deliver their pizzas uh, bring them out at the store so what if and this is again this is me putting on that entrepreneur hat what if we had some type of awakening what if we woke up and we realize that perhaps these one percenters do actually need us. And if all at once, what if all at once we all just woke up and said, hey, these guys need us, but yet they are generating the majority of revenue in our economy. And so if an awakening occurs, I mean, what would happen? What would happen? This is what I do. I do this all the time. So when next time you go to a quote, unquote, convenience store walk down every aisle of that convenience store and then just look at the different items that are for sale what gravitate or what do you gravitate towards do you gravitate towards perhaps the the writing supplies school supplies do you gravitate towards the food the snacks do you gravitate towards the baked goods what 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 do you gravitate towards now once you figure that out ask yourself what if you became that guy or that gal or that person like perhaps you really enjoy baking what if you became the bread guy on maui or what if you became say you really like stationary or you really like crafting what if you became um the paper woman like the person who everyone knows on maui that we go to support you and pick up your paper or even something like cosmetics, like um, like shampoo, like even shampoo, you can create shampoo from from Puhi, you know, and and you'd be the shampoo person. Everyone will support you, and everyone will come and be like, oh oh, don't buy shampoo from the convenience store, buy it from X, Y, or Z. You know what if what if that happened, and every single thing in the convenience store was accounted for, and we could all support local and circulate all of our our finances around to the economy. That'd be ideal, right? That'd be ideal. Um, to be honest, you would never, you wouldn't even need a convenience store because that word in itself, that is the poison, I will say. The word convenience. So corporations, big, big box retail chains, uh, just corporate entities, they prey on that word convenience. They prey on all of us, each and every one of us, because we crave convenience I guess I don't know if it's in our nature or we've just been programmed to uh, almost require it but convenience is key Uh, they're hoping all these these big these big corporations are hoping that you always take the convenient way the easy way oh what I can get everything all at this one store let's do it department stores do it all the time I mean Safeway has a pharmacy. Safeway is a grocery store but they have a pharmacy in there because they want it to be convenient. The most blatant and easy example of convenience are hotels. The hotel's main goal, absolutely 100% of the time, I don't care which hotel you're talking about, but their goal is for you to feel so at ease and Everything so convenient that you will never leave their premise. That's their goal. That's the ultimate goal. Um, I mean, that basically, America basically equals convenient. I'm not complaining about America. I can do that in another podcast. But America is convenience. And the big money knows that. And they take advantage of that over and over and over again. I can tell you here at the pharmacy, it's not convenient to come and pick up medications from uh, independent locally owned pharmacy we're not uh, we are centrally located but it is a little bit of a ways and so it does take a little bit more to support um, but I can tell you that when you support local you're supporting those people who took the risk those people who walked down the aisles and they saw something and they said hey I can be this person for Maui and so that's what you're doing when you're supporting local. You know, I can tell you a lot of us, and I myself has, have previously fallen into the mundane societal, I guess, template. That you work an eight-hour day. You get up. You go to work. You come home. You have three, maybe four hours of leisure. Go to bed. Wake up. Do it all over again. Do that over and over day after day week after week year after year for 30 35 years and these corporations you know you'll get promotions you'll get you know you you'll get paid just enough to live especially here in hawaii here on maui even more so you're getting paid just enough to live maybe not even that much but you're never getting enough to move forward and so these entrepreneurs these small business owners they're taking a lot of risk. I, I, again, I speak to you firsthand. These are the risk takers. These are the people who saw that the system is broken and they and you know I can tell you these risk takers, whether they know it or not, are moving away from the whole American dream. There is no American dream anymore. Um, but I can tell you that I feel that I moved away from the monotony. Every single day I look forward to because every single day is different. You know, we could make zero dollars in a day and the next day make triple of uh, of, of what we are shooting for. And so every day is different. And so again, the monotony is broken, but also the risk is so high. But that risk lowers each and every time someone in our community chooses to support local. These are all things to think about. Again, these are just my opinions, but here at Maui Breakers, you already know, we're just breaking it down. So join us for our next episode where I will talk a little bit about education. What is the value of a college degree right now? Is there even value to college? There's the pandemic that basically just ripped through our entire globe or the whole world and education was kind of just put on the back burner what is the value of a degree right now What, what and why is the structure of our education system so broken that's episode two thanks for joining us today here on maui breakers thanks for breaking it down